Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. Today is my 300th episode. Unbelievable. I'm your host of this weekly program and have been for 300 episodes, and I'm Divine Purpose Coach and Spiritual Activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast, and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. It is what it is. That phrase kind of got poked fun at in a comedy special I watched recently. The comedian was kind of saying, well, that expression really doesn't say anything at all. It is kind of a disclaimer, I think. It and the spirit behind it may be a way of acceptance of things, maybe even a way, a sense of giving up and not wanting to go deeper or look higher for answers. There can be sort of a comfort in just admitting that certain circumstances are just what they are and some kind of willful attempt to get beyond them or through them or change them is not really fruitful or worth it. And when I find myself saying that often, I think it's a little bit of that. I know I can't really change things, so maybe just let them be what they are. I think the underlying thought maybe, as I think of it, that I better just accept this for now, but there is, for me anyway, some hope that at some point things will change. I think that underlying hope is a good thing, at least it's not total resignation, but still the sentiment behind that idea, it is what it is, can surely be an acceptance of a condition that's not ideal. And I realize that, as I'm now alert to how often I say it, even sometimes I'm saying it just to shift the conversation, something that I'm not comfortable with, which is that resignation. I really want to catch myself when I say that statement, and especially to arrest the sort of woeful sigh that goes along with it, and to claim that hope and maybe even take it a little further than that. And now I have an idea how I can start doing that. In fact, I didn't really have the idea at all, but a thought just dawned gently but powerfully on me. The other day I was taking a walk, which should have been nice enough, but I found myself ruminating about some challenges that have come up and where I was in the middle of it all, and I heard myself say those words. It is what it is. But this time, instead of that just being some kind of a sign that we were done with this mental conversation, I received an angel alternative thought, I am that I am. Okay. I've always found that sentence so powerful and thoughtful. It comes from the Bible. Moses is the first one to hear this particular sentence, which is also a name, Here's Exodus 3, verse, verses 13 through 14, where Moses is having an amazing conversation with God, who's come to tell Moses that he's got a great mission to lead the children of Israel out of bondage and into the promised land, and God's assuring him how he can accomplish it. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thou sh Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. That's the end of the quote. 
We can take that very complete sentence that is a name and think about it in a lot of ways, of course. Bible scholars may have different ideas about how it's been translated or what it signifies. But when I heard it the other day as a response to and a replacement for, really, it is what it is, what it meant to me were a few things that I'm continuing to find helpful. First of all, it brought me back to God. Right there, God very much in the presence. Not I was what I was or I will be what I will be, but I, God, am right here and just as I am, completely and fully and without any otherness to get involved, any other power or impediment or interruption. God, full, complete, and in the now. So to me, that meant I could reject that sense of resignation to human experience and instead awaken to the Almighty in this very moment. And each time that name is repeated, announces its presence again, it continues to be present in the present, in that next moment of mine and the following one as well. Now that helped me to lose that sense of being under the control of circumstances, that vague it that it is, and instead to realize and accept that I'm under the control of the divine ego, the divine mind in life that is greater than, more than this it of mortal life that seems so compelling to resign myself to. And then I also got to thinking about how that I am, while it's whole and complete, is not a finishing point. If we take that I am who sent Moses to the children and see that that I am is the start of a sentence, the starting point for action and identity and awareness, I can make fresh discoveries in each moment that are far from being resigned to or giving up to some material situation. I can use that I am as the subject of sentences that start with what God is saying and own these ideas, which are truth, for myself. For example, I am whole. I am capable. I am ready. I am energized. I am well. I am awake. I am joyful. I am grateful. These are affirmations, but when I start them with I am, knowing this I am is God and his word to me, just like the word of Moses, then I can begin to recognize opportunities for healing, for release from my own feeling of bondage to material circumstances, to opinions, and especially to my own ego sense of itself, which feels so limited because it is self-centered instead of God-centered. And God-centered means limitless. So I'm going to do my best to catch myself when I'm saying it is what it is and agreeing with that resigned state of things that are less than satisfying. And I'm going to instead try to remember and claim and hold to that phrase, I am that I am. I know there's a lot more I have to learn about this, but it's been very healing so far. And I hope you find it helpful too. Well, that's all for today. If you have any questions or want to talk more, feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.